welcome back. I did it. I'm not. I'm not answering that. I don't like that. <laughs> I told her that's how I was gonna open, and she <laughs> wasn't a fan of it. No, I don't like it. I didn't do the you music. You can't do it every week. That's not an every week thing. No. But it is welcome back every week. Well, sure, but I mean, at this point, it's really just say hello to our few friends that listen to us. It's not a few. We have dozens. Dozens. We have dozens of friends who listen to us ramble once a week because they love us or they feel sorry for us. Either way, they're not going to keep listening if you keep saying stuff like that. That's what's going to run them off? Yes. This isn't the greatest showman. They they missed the conversation we had before we restarted recording. That might have We're run not off. going to discuss the conversation we had before recording. <laughs> it it left the uh, boundaries of clean. <laughs> what is permissible, yes. <laughs> that definitely will put us in the explicit category. Yes, we're not having that discussion. I'm a lady. <laughs> or at least, they, at least they think so. <laughs> I have a facade to keep up. Anyway. So welcome back. Oh. Double. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. To week five of Which is Unknown. Uh, for those of you who are new, I am Bear, and I have the lovely Raven with me, who's now staring me down. Nothing? Nothing. I don't have anything to say. Okay. You do the intros. You're the showman. I'm here because your last co-host bailed, remember? It's because you're so pretty. That's not it at all. Well, it is. It's because I'm available and I have nowhere else to go. I've been trapped. Hashtag winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm How's happy to been? be here. Um, I think it's been good. I don't really remember it now that you've asked me that question. That sounds like a medical problem. No, well, no, not really. It's kind of that event boundary when you walk into a room and you forget why you you're forget there why you're there because your body is resetting for new beginnings and new boundaries it's actually what saves us a lot from childhood traumas and other traumas it keeps us from going crazy it's like goldfish but it also syndrome drives us crazy no goldfish syndrome is completely different actually not even accurate because we've found out much more recently that goldfish have actually long memories but anywho oh that's not what we're discussing elephants don't goldfish have longer than memories than uh, elephants do i don't know i oh. don't know I don't know what goldfish did. Goldfish have longer memories. Uh, one more recent study in training goldfish actually showed that goldfish can remember up to a year's worth of something. Anywho, that's not there what you this. Go. That's not what this is about. Nobody cares about the random facts. We're now a zoological podcast. Oh my Welcome goodness. to zoos unknown. No. No. Yeah, I'd be unknown because I don't know anything about zoos. Me neither. Well, unless it's the Oklahoma City Zoo, in which case I you could take you on I could take you on a guided tour. I know that place like the back of my hand. <laughs> I do. It's like a most thing. of the workers they're like, "Hey, it's her again." They do. Yeah, they <laughs> recognize me and my crew. I'm trying to be less robotic. We get better week by week. Uh, being new to podcasting, and I don't feel like I do. I feel like I get crankier as the weeks go on, and I just want to. You I get just, crankier. <sighs> You're never cranky. What are you talking about? Look here, Captain Sarcastic Pants. No one else can see your face right now. I had to punch your lights out. Until we get video equipment. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to do video equipment. So, a good week. We're here. Yeah, I've had a good week. I mean, again, nothing sticks out or comes to mind in particular. But, I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, all I have on my mind is podcast and, and my me. tush going numb and um tush. I've, I've forgotten everything up until this moment <laughs> i hope you remember some of it sure so what's your topic for the week uh we're i want to discuss in bulk coming up yeah um because it'll be here by the time we release next week's um give everybody a minute if they want to do any kind of celebrating or mm-hmm. whatever give them a good little span of time to gather their supplies or put into ain't no party like an in bulk party 
Ain't no party like an in-bulk party. Well, unless it's any other Wheel of the Year party, but anywho. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. Hit on the Wheel of the Year, kind of set that up, because we will do all of the pagan Sabbaths, uh, the the pagan holidays Mm -hmm. as we go through the year and just give you a brief idea of where they came from, kind of the origin and how they differ from today's and where kind of where our big holidays, American least holidays came from were directly rooted to those. Like we said, a lot of it has pagan origins. Like we talked about in the new year's episode and you'd be surprised of such things, which of course there's no Christian origin of, well, unless you, well, yeah, that's not even Christian. The more, you know, um, modern version of in bulk is groundhog day groundhog day great movie oh it is bill i love Murray it is bill one Murray. of his finest it is he has many fine ones yep i am thanks for asking i'm gonna do uh talk about equinox and solstices too why do i have to ask anything you just announced <laughs> what you were going to talk about which it makes sense for you to talk about equinox and solstice because Imbolc falls on an equinox. And there's my topic. All done. Well, okay. Outro and cue. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Me mocking you. That was the groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> it's already coming around. Oh my gosh. Okay, well I'll start. Uh, one of the first things I want to talk about is the equinox and the solstice. Because in the beginning, that's one of those things where you hear those words and you kind of scratch your head like, uh, it means what? So for you big astrologians, is that a word? Astrology? Uh, it's, I mean, it's a word because you said it, but I don't know if it's a recognizable word. <laughs> the, the, on Final Fantasy Online, they, there's a class that's astrologian and it deals with tarot cards and your healing abilities come from the tarot cards and from astrology i was like oh that's cool Hmm. gotta try that what is this a video game yeah oh okay well wildly popular video game um i'm sure it is which several of our fans will probably be like i play too they probably will be i don't i know nothing of such things (laughs) i've played minecraft once and I was set on fire and eaten by zombies. <laughs> please please tell them the story. I was playing Minecraft, or I was sitting there holding a controller with my, what was he at the time, 11? Mm-hmm. And he was trying to save me from the zombies, which of course I couldn't see because I'm so motion sensitive. I can't turn around in a video game where I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'll fall off the couch. Um, he was trying to build a block house around me. So suddenly it just went dark and I was like, well, what happened? And he's like, well, now you're dead. The zombies got you. I couldn't build a house fast (laughs) enough. So then he built a house, brought me back to life or regenerated me, however, stuck me in the house and then the house caught on fire. You couldn't get out. (laughs) And I couldn't get out. He's like, the door's behind you. And I was like, I just, this is how it ends. So (laughs) it just, it didn't go well. He stopped trying to get mom to play Minecraft. That was, you know. I don't think he, I think he thought I just didn't play because I, you know, was being a cool mom and I'm, you know, those games are childish and he didn't understand that I literally do not have the hand-eye coordination, brain capacity, equilibrium, etc. for video games. I, my brain cannot brain it. If it was life and death, I would die. And it's not, it's not for lack of, you know, trying because I mean, I tried Mario when it was out, you know. Yeah, I was I, hip to the jive and whatnot, <laughs> but it just, it is not something that my brain computes for, well. For all the things you do so well, that is one. <laughs> I do not. Yeah. I, I just, I do not video game. I remember uh, the first time I got you to play was one of the Halo games and we played against each other and you were looking up in the sky oh. and it made you so dizzy. Yeah, don't and, remind and me. And then you went. Like no no tilt the control tilt the stick down go this way and you just end up going in circles yeah, pointing the ground it's and, just I can't do and it. And then she got super sick. I'm yeah. like, well that's the end of that. Yeah, it just it's not my thing. And that's fine. Yeah. To each his own. Nothing wrong with that. What that has to do with solstice and equinox. Oh, know? absolutely nothing. I completely nothing. forgot what we were talking about. 
I'm talking about in bulk. You're talking it's about a video game podcast. which is perfect because you know Final Fantasy. Uh, no. <laughs> so, um, we just recently passed through the winter solstice. So, the difference between a solstice and an equinox is where the sun hits. Yes. And Yule was our solstice. Yep. So the winter solstice happens around December 21st, 22nd. It is the longest night of the year for the Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Longest night meaning the shortest day. And as the, you know, because the Earth, I mean, unless we're still under the belief that it's a flat Earth. No. Okay. I don't think that's ever been us. But no. we might have listeners who believe that. Maybe. So if you believe in a flat Earth, none of this will make sense. <laughs> Go play your video games for a minute. Minecraft. But the the way the earth is tilted and the way that it wobbles, um, that song, the, when you wobble, when you wobble, uh, the way it goes around and the way the sun goes around, uh, of course, you know, we get longer days sometimes the year, shorter days in the other time. And that difference is marked by the days they call a solstice and an equinox. And they're opposites, directly opposites. So we know about the tilt. Um, so different points of the earth receive more or less light. So, of course, if you're listening in the southern hemisphere, this will be 180 from what we say. So if we say it's longest day, for you it's longest night. Um, we do have, yeah, we're all northern hemisphere listeners. We did get, we had a uh, listener from Costa Rica. That was cool. Nice. I was like, hey, somebody not in the Central America. So, shout out to our uh, our, our fan and Rican Costa Rican fan. listener. Fancy. <laughs> so if the if the Earth wasn't tilted, it, it, the sun would just shine directly on the equator all year round. There'd be no seasons, and then you know, no big summer plans. It just just ruins the party. Messes everything up. Yep. I you definitely have to work on that summer body all the time. <laughs> I couldn't live like that. Oh my goodness. But. Uh, we also wouldn't have what we're talking about today, those solstices and equinoxes. Uh, the solstice designates the point where the sun's path in the sky is the furthest north or south of the equator. And that occurs on the 20th or 21st of June. And like we said, the 21st or 22nd of December, which we had our little winter solstice get together. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, it's just a time to recognize that there's a change in the atmosphere, a change in in the earth so in yes the, we are non-deistic pagans so we follow more the cycles of the earth mm-hmm. and we stay in touch with our universe and our earth and etc cetera, etc cetera. now there are deistic pagans who you know monotheistic etc mm-hmm. that um thor yeah Odin. that have different um traditions and beliefs around the same holidays just like christians do you know they made yule christmas etc but uh we specifically you know don't adhere to deity so um we follow more the universe and the earth and ancestry and etc i like how you said our earth or this earth implying that there's more yes like the multiverse oh my goodness so so the so the <laughs> Avengers weren't wrong? I do not pretend to know such things. <laughs> there are people being paid to figure those types of things out. But Way smarter than me. For this, yes. But I've read enough comics oh, to gosh. get a good understanding of the multiverse theory. Yes. Yeah, no, it's... There's, it's... there's a Batman in every world. You just have to find him. Mm-hmm. Might not be the same guy. It could be me in some world. Oy vey. That world's in trouble. Fat bat, bat dad. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping kids into shape. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> I was going to do the bat dad voice, but that would... No. <laughs> too much. Um, so our summer, it starts in June. Uh, the sun beaming over the Tropic of Cancer. While the winter starts in December. And the sun shines on the Tropic of Capricorn. Again, hey... You know, growing up, I didn't think those are astrological signs. I know. It's crazy the things that were just not taught, the origins of things. Hey, I want to say, as as the uh, editor in charge of the podcast, uh, a staff of one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, 
we've gotten smoother and we've I've kind of let some of the um and ahs stick in. I've also tried to work on less um and ahs in robotic. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, we're doing great. We haven't popped the mic. Probably just did. Uh, or kicked the mic. And I did like, I kick it? I just hit the table. Oh, you did. I don't know if it's loud enough for the mic to pick up, but I heard it. Well, now they know. They <laughs> might okay. not. Have, they might not have known. You gotta go just blab and everything. The it's it's the it's the shadow guy that walks around here. It's mm-hmm. okay. Um, we talked about, of course, if you're in the southern hemisphere, all that flips over. So in Australia, our winter is their summer. Their summers are winter. And that's why when you get old and have a lot of money, you vacation way further south. Hmm. Out of the cold, if you don't like the cold. I don't mind the cold. I know. As long as I'm inside. <laughs> as far as the equinoxes are, so we're talking about the opposites, the sun is right over the equator. It's equal, given equal love to the both tropics. And that usually happens around March 21st and September 23rd which marks the beginning of spring for all you spring babies and then the start of autumn. So it really is, it goes around and cuts the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the seasons is all based off the sun and the moon. Yes. So talked about that. That was cute. Thanks. <laughs> that probably wasn't, that's too much. <laughs> And that was a quick overview of solstice, equinox, and get a basis of what they are. Yeah. So if those words get tossed around, which again, we're... Well, and the equinoxes are smack dab in the middle of the solstices. True. It's uh, Like looking... in bulk is right between Yule and Ostara or Christmas and Easter. Right. So. Which is what I was rolling into the wheel of the year. It mm-hmm. literally is just... If you, if you can Google Wheel of the Year, Google equinoxes, solstices, and it'll show you points. It'll show you the Earth, and then it'll show you the four points. So the solstice and equinoxes are equal, you know, north, south, east, and west, showing the differentiating, big word, levels of sun versus dark. It's had a major malfunction. We'll see if we can fix that. <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, we were talking about the differences in the light levels during the seasons longer days longer nights more or less sun all this is given a time frame again these words were coined before they had smartwatches, apple iphones that did everything for you sitting in your pocket mm-hmm. you had you just look at this gun and i realized listening back to that i was using my this hands gun, you just combined sun and sky i'd like everyone to notice thanks you're welcome new words Scun. So today, on today's episode, your quiz is the scun in the sky. Tell me what the equinox is, solstice is, and the scun. <laughs> <laughs> if you stick around, I'm I'm sure that'll pop up in the uh, which is unknown Facebook group. Probably. <laughs> but all that rolls into oh, I was saying that it. I feel like I'm that mad scientist guy from uh, sunny in Philadelphia where he's got all the pinpoint boards and I'm doing it again using my hands mm-hmm. and you can't see it. I can. Thanks. As long as somebody can. I, as long as I'm not doing it to myself. I'm just like, woo. But I feel like a, a crazy person using my hand. I know you can't see me. So with the solstice, solstice and equinox. Oy vey. We're, yep, my tongue. It ties in with the Wheel of the Year, which is one thing that I know Raven's going to talk about here in a minute. But those are the pagan holidays um, that pop up, again, coinciding with changes of the year, the season, uh, the moon. Like one of the big ones we mentioned was Yule, that is the place of Christmas. Yes. And then Samhain, Day of the Dead, the time that Halloween comes around. Mm-hmm. And we'll be happy to talk about that. That's one of my more favorite ones. Yeah, I think it's every witch's favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Little kids and witches, they both love it. But you've got, like, Ostara is uh, the Rabbit's Day. Easter? Easter, thanks. Oy vey. So, yeah, uh, stick with us throughout the year, and we will cover... Yeah, and we'll hit on them. And that's, one, that's the benefit to being pagan, is there's a holiday every 
other month. Every every few days is a party in our world. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because there's eight celebrations in 12 months. So, I mean, about every three months you're doing something. Always something to celebrate. Always. Especially, <laughs> always something to celebrate. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that was going to be. I don't know. But, yeah, that's, uh, again, it was a quick, brief rundown on my end this time. And pretty easy. If you yeah. got questions, let us know. Sure. Well, and a lot of that information is Googleable, but read more than one source. Again, like we always say, always read more than one source because, again, you're going to get one thing from a Christian point of view. You're going to get something from pagan point of view, something from Wicca point of view, et cetera, et cetera. We adhere more to the Celtic traditions, um, my history being very Irish, your history being a little Irish, Um and it's something that we're both very drawn to. She definitely fits in. We went to Ireland two years ago. Yes. And my youngest son and I. Are brown boys. Yeah. So we'd go to restaurants and the wait staff or the owner or whoever. And it was, we'll talk about it because we're going back this year. Yes. Yeah. Yep. We, we're going back in June. But yeah, no, we, anywhere, <laughs> the oldest boy and I walked in and we'd ask a question more than once on probably every other shop or restaurant we went in they're like until you spoke we thought you were local mm-hmm. they um, did. she fits right in yes and so does the oldest boy yep so myself and my youngest <laughs> they're like who are you what are you doing with our local girl here right yeah but it, yeah it was it was super fun we were really glad to be there being in your ancestral home is very very special um Bear didn't want to leave even when it was time to go. Mm, so, and no. we're all ever since we left, we've all been excited about going back. Super so. magical, and that may not be the magical spot for everybody, but that was for us. It, yeah, it and really we've... was for us. I feel like that opened a lot up for you, especially spiritually. Um, the tooth. Oh my goodness! Our youngest <laughs> buried his tooth. Um, I think it's in Kel- at Kelkenny Castle up the hill where the ruins are mm-hmm. on the other side. Again, I'd have to look at all of the places we'll to make it. sure I'm not saying it right because it's uh, right next to. There's a river. The yeah, the river. Oh. Yeah, there's a song about it. Anywho, if anybody asks later in the week, I'll look it we'll up and I'll it. tell We've them. Got picture. Anyway. Proof. He buried his tooth there because it fell out while we were in Ireland. And we asked him, and he was, what, eight at the time? Nine, ten? How old is he now? He was ten. Almost eleven. Um, and he said he buried it so that his army would rise in mm-hmm. the in the land of his ancestors. <laughs> so he's interested to go back and see if yeah, he... He remembers, yeah. He's like, I want to go back and see my two-year-old clone. See where he buried his tooth. <laughs> my he's, army. He's a psycho. Yeah, but yeah, and no prompting, but he was like, I'm going to bury my tooth. And I was like, why? He's like, so my army will rise. Duh. <laughs> like, alrighty then. It's hilarious and also like, he's, that was well thought out. He's Yeah, he has a plan. Um, but being Celtic, the, I mean, they do follow the will of the year. Uh, even Wicca has a lot of um, pagan origins, uh, Celtic specifically. But Imbolc, Beltane, Lunessa, and Samhain specifically are the four fire festivals that... We like fire. Yes, that the Celts follow. So they have their fire festivals. And Imbolc is the very first one. Beltane is how they say it. We say it Beltane, but Mm -hmm. that's the Anglo pronunciation and the Americanized version of it. America. (laughs) Um, I need an eagle scream when you say that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But Imbolc is the celebration of the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox um and the word in bulk from the more modern gaelic literally means in the belly of the mother hmm. so it means to be full of life to be get in my belly <laughs> <laughs> but it literally means to be pregnant and you know because the earth is our mother then it's you know, denotes the earth being literally pregnant with new life ready to spring up in our plants. Um, And the more ancient word for in bulk would have been, let me, I wrote it down somewhere. 
was uh, oi milk, which translates into ewe's milk or first milk. Um, so it's all it's all very feminine. It's all very about you know life giving. Um, it's about the goddess of fire, Brigid, um, and goddess of fire meaning, you know, she will provide the kindling for the fire, the protection for the fire, protection from fire. She um, sounds hot. She's <laughs> she is super hot. She's a redhead, you know. Ooh. Um, I know what you're doing for Halloween. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but she is the daughter of Dogda, who controls the changing of the seasons, and uh, he's the fertility god linked to the crops. Um, and she carries these qualities of these earth-centered, divine, feminine qualities. Um, she's connected to hearth and home, uh, purification, new beginnings. You know, fire always represents purification. Welcoming the light, uh, protecting what you have and looking forward to the future. Very connected to the earth, farming, a turning point of looking forward to new beginnings of the coming spring um, and the first signs of life. Uh, it's also which where we got our Groundhog's Day is it's a good time for winter divination. And the winter divination at this point, um, you know, the poor weather means that winter will end soon. I think that's if the groundhog doesn't see a shadow. Right. Um, but it's actually goes back to the Kalig, which is the crone of winter. And if it's sunny outside, then it's because the Kalig is out looking for firewood. I've heard that, yeah. Yes, out looking for firewood that day, so she wasn't in. So that's why it you know, it kind of fools us. So if if it's nice on Groundhog's Day or February first or in bulk, um, then we can expect longer winter. If it's cold, then spring is just around the corner. And more times than not, it's actually accurate. But... Um, uh, so I've, I've heard that story and I haven't, but it's been a while uh, when comparing it to Groundhog Day, that old legend where the old witch was it... Crone. Crone, I'm sorry. I got, I got, the, I got the look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, you know. Um, when she, is it when she was going out looking for wood to replenish the fire and bringing it back, it was going to be longer winter because she was gathering more fire or was it? Yeah. If it's nice outside, it's because she's not present. She doesn't need to gather more wood because winter's over. No, it's like metaphorical, like she's gone and she took winter with her to gather more wood because the, I'm sorry, the K-League belongs to the underworld. Hmm. So she would go to, again, this kind of goes into, you know, that string theory multiverse. multiverse. She leaves this realm to go into her realm to gather wood for her fire. So therefore we are presented with a warm day. Oh. So if it's warm outside, it's because she's going back to prepare to blast us with more cold. Ooh. Does that make sense? She can stay there. She can stay there. Now there's also... Um, Brigid had three forms, basically. She was a smith, which makes sense because fire. She's a hot fire chick. Hot fire chick. A poet and a healer. Mm. She's the guardian of domestic animals. Uh, she brings fertility, birth, and growth. Now, there is... the. I was listening to a woman on YouTube today, and the bloody Christians sainted <laughs> our goddess, and I loved <laughs> it. I was like, go, girl power. Because, again, not to beat a drum, but the church tends to always masculinize everything. Um, They take from the goddess and give to a god. Um, And this particular um, celebration is very feminine. It's all about life and nurturing and bringing forth from the womb new beginnings. From From the belly. From the belly. Um, but there is a St. Brigid, which again, trying to research this and even in several books that I've read, you know, they either take it at face value or they don't, but around, you know, 450, you know, BC, there was supposedly a, um, nun who had all of the same qualities of the goddess. So, and the same name. So they kind of 
put her attributes together, assumed it was the embodiment of the goddess. And that's kind of how they, you know, they took from the Celts their things. Because again, we're dealing with, you know, simple people who were afraid, going through famines, etc. The church comes in with their great ideas and, oh, you have no bread. We have bread. Why don't you come to this side? And, you know, your gods have forsaken you kind of thing. And that's kind of how um, Christianity took over, except for where, you know, the, what do you call them? The crusades were involved and it was either, you know, believe or die. And a lot of them chose to go ahead and believe because it seemed like, yeah, Yeah. you know, you believe what's in power. Obviously that's working for you. Maybe it'll work for me. And it just keeps everybody under their thumb. Government works along the same way. You know, if you only follow these rules, then you'll get everything you need. And it's just, we all know that that doesn't work. Anyway, stepping off my soapbox and sticking it back under my desk. Um, uh, there were lots of miracles attributed to Brigid, um, that she could turn water into beer, which of course that was very popular with the Irish. Her blood healed, uh, a child from being mute. Um, she pulled out one of her eyes Uh to spite a male suitor and um it's kind of savage able to heal herself by using her staff as a means to pull water from the earth and cleanse and uh put her eye back in the socket and everything healed like again so there's lots of different types of super witch yes and that is why there is saint brigid and the goddess brigid and the more ancient believers um of the celts believe in Brigid the goddess, not the Christianized version of St. Brigid. Um, but again, to each his own. Hmm. And the Brigid's cross, again, is not actually a Christian symbol. It symbolizes specifically all four elements, four directions, four yeah. seasons. Um, because the group. cross was an ancient symbol before the church put Christ on one. You know, the cross was a thing before the church made it a thing, you know. Um, And the Brigid cross doesn't look like a traditional cross anyway. But, um, and there's lots of folklore about Brigid. Some say uh, she was pulled beneath the ground into the earth centers by Bera, which is the god of cyclical winter, um, and held by the Kalig, the crone, who controlled all of our Earth's winter. Um, and she was freed by the Angus Magog, or the Summer King, and reigns on, you know, he saves her, and they reign together on May Day, and she's his queen. Mm. Technically, they're brother and sisters, but, you know, the gods don't care. okay back then. The gods don't care about such nonsense as that, so. <laughs> Silly pants. Um, and she is associated with fire but a lot of her symbolism looks solar but it's actually not uh sun it's actual fire uh she's said to increase everything she touches your winter stores will somehow outlast the you know the continuing cold they talk about praying to the goddess and you know your cream yields more butter than it should have your herbs last a little longer than they should have um and like with all um pagan holidays sabbats whatever you call it. i just, i would rather call them a pagan holiday sabbat to me is very wiccan and i um nothing against wiccans they're great again i just i feel like it religifies me mm-hmm. i don't like to feel organized and sabbat's too close to sabbath which is taken from the hebrew anyway is one of the most organized people i know <laughs> I, I know right <laughs> i just want one thing in my life to work easy you know i just i'd rather follow the sun guys um, <laughs> so I tend to, you know, call it the wheel of the year versus the Sabbaths, but you call it what you will. And, um, yep. but they always begin the night before. So it's sundown on the first to sundown on the second. And that's when you celebrate it. That's why they'll tell you in bulk is February 1st. Some say it's February 2nd. It's technically both. It's sundown. Holiday, just overnight. It is. And that's kind of how the pagans party. They knew how to live it up. They lit a big fire and brought out all the food they had and everybody. Because they knew you weren't going into work the next day. Why have a holiday that no. you party that hard and then you got to show up the next morning? No. We start the party at sundown and it stops on the next sundown. Says the man who's obviously never milked a goat or a cow, but. 
They can hold it for the holiday. Oh, no, they can't. They cannot ever hold it. I'm partying. Well, you would be a terrible farmer with a busted udder and bloody milk. Gross. I'm just saying that's not how it works. I'm not a farmer. That's why I'm not. Yes, well, you're talking to a multi-generational Irish farmer. Yes, that absolutely not. You milk your cows and your goats every day the same time. Anyway, there's also... Back to um, the zoo. <laughs> there's reference. You mentioned earlier something about Candlemas. Candlemas. Mm-hmm. And that's actually another Christianized uh, rendition of Saint Brigid. And it's that she held fire, which again, they, you know, they, they still dragged over her fire powers with her. Um, she held the candle for Mary during her delivering of the Christ child and her flame never flickered where Mm. they, you know, they otherwise could not have kept a candle lit and Mary would have given birth in darkness. Brigid was the light bringer to the birth of Christ. Um, and a lot of people celebrate it. I celebrate it lighting white candles. I enjoy a Brigid cross. Um, you're actually supposed to burn your Brigid cross at sundown on February 2nd. Because fire. Because fire. This is also a time fire. when they would have burned their Yule tree or their Yule garland at this time. So it's time to take down the trees the, and burn see, them. See, we could have kept our tree up. I can't. I can't do it. One, it's artificial. Two, I just, it makes me feel super dysfunctional. It goes down the day after. Day after on the 25th, because again, we celebrate Yule. We open gifts and do things then. But I go ahead and leave it up until Christmas Day, and then after Christmas Day, I take it down. But, you know, the pagans would have taken out this, by this time, super dry cedar and evergreen, and they would have burned it um, on the evening of February 1st, actually, for in bulk. And then they made Brigid's crosses. You can make Brigid's dolls, and there was different traditions that went with that. You know, the children would make the dolls and go from door to door asking for pennies to build the house for the doll, and et cetera, et cetera. Or people would give them scraps that they could make clothes out of. Um, so it's always a very big sense of community, getting your children involved. Um, there's a ton of things that you can do. Yeah, this is definitely one of those more crafty holidays. Yeah, that I tend not to be... Yeah, I tend not to be very crafty. Um, I do like to light candles. This is also very much a time of new birth, new beginnings. This is the time to be doing all of your release meditations and making room for all of the new things that will be coming this year. You know, let go of the old angers and the old grudges, the old energies that hold you back. This is a really good time to, you know, sit under the light of the moon, sit by the fire and really release all of the negative energy and make room for that new life that you know is promised to us every year Mm. with every new year you know um the colors for uh in bulk vary depending on again for the more religions religious who go with the saint brigades um you do with you know the soft pastels the nature colors um and then for the celtic Pagans, the more traditional for the goddess Brigid, you do reds, yellows, orange, fire. Um, Colt's foot is a good herb to burn for uh, in bulk. Uh, basil, ginger, angelica, uh, heather. The trees are rowan and willow, so you can cut down rowan tree, um, willow bark, uh, and burn it with your fires and with your releasing ceremonies all Um, those trees we have around here all of the trees we have around here well i do have willow bark i keep white willow bark just you know and i actually i might have rowan clippings too but anywho i'd have to go through my cachet of (laughs) herbs that (laughs) i keep your herb stash for my emergency spell casting um but i have uh frankincense myrrh basil bay all of those those homey hearthy you know cooking smells are very Mm -hmm. powerful right now frankincense of course being something that calls into mind your ancestors and helps them become very present with you and very ready to hold your hand into the new year um crystals if you're a witchy pagan who likes to deal with crystals you can use citrine sunstone you know they represent fire and Mm. purification 
where if you want new beginnings, you know, you have your, uh, my mind's a blank, amethyst, your turquoise, aquamarine, uh, amazonite are all good for release and purification, new beginnings, starting over. Um, so again, there's lots of things that you can do for in bulk. We don't particularly adhere to those because again, we're not, um, deity related. I don't worship a goddess. I do appreciate, uh, the symbology. So I do like the Brigid's cross. I do like mm -hmm. to light my candles. I do like to do my meditations and any kind of, you know, spell work. If I'm working on something particularly dark that I need to release or, um, it's a good time for shadow work, you know, pick up, pick out always. these little always. Yes. But you know, you can pick out these little parts of yourselves that you felt held you back over the course of this last year. We'll talk about shadow work sometime. That's a good one. Yeah, we absolutely Everybody, do. Yeah. Everyone should do shadow work regularly. You need mm -hmm. to pick out those parts of you and really examine. Um, not to say that your shadow self isn't useful and doesn't definitely help in some situations, you know, it can be very empowering because it has your very primal, um, survival skills at its core. Um, but yeah, you definitely need to look and make sure that every part of you is working towards your greater good and completing all of good, greater good. The, Oh my gosh, we should watch that movie. What was it? Um, uh, hot fuzz. Oh, hot fuzz. Such a good movie. Best if movie. You if you have not hot seen fuzz. it, you absolutely need to stop what you're doing. Stop Don't listen podcast. to another word. We're saying yeah. More we, important things are we waiting. We both give you permission to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Watch it and tell Pause us how it, amazing back, it is. And then come back and tell us what you sure. thought about That's it. That's what we should do. We should go watch Hot Fuzz. All right. We're pausing it. We'll be back. Freaking love that movie. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Hot Fuzz. No. <laughs> Brigand, Brigand and Hot Fuzz. Anything that doesn't push you towards your greater good, accomplishing all the, the things you need. greater good. <laughs> Shut That's up. what it was. <laughs> all the things that you need to accomplish in this life. Um, you know, learn all of your lessons. Yes. You know, get all of the grunge out. Accept your karmic debt. All of those things. Sure. Absolutely. But this is also just a really good time for release. You know, light your white candles, burn your willow bark, burn your Brickett's cross, sit by a fire. You know, if it's too cold outside, sit by your candle. Um, inside. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we absolutely, I mean, we always, we have a fire every five minutes. We're, we like fire. We're fire people. We are fire people. We like when to the sit fire around, nation attacked. We like to sit around our fire, but not everybody's the same, but yeah, sit around your candle and just use this time as a time of reflection, embrace the divine feminine that's in all of us and get ready for those new beginnings. Yeah. I like it. In bulk's fun. Holidays are fun. It is. Who doesn't like a good party? Yeah, it's harder to gather with our friends when they all have the virus of which we do not speak, Ooh. but... Coming around and around. It is. Dodging like the Matrix over here. Mm -hmm. So it'll probably just be the four of us this year because we're trying not Ooh. to hurt all of our friends. But they'll be in our... In all just, thoughts and prayers. We just have a in bulk vid party and right? <laughs> everybody get it in seriously yeah i wish again i wish things were different but they're not they are what they are and we're going to make the best of what we've got while we've got it and continue to assume that next year will be better i i gotta say when earlier in it not relating to the topic but about the murica and the eagle uh -huh. it just i had to say something so if you watched suicide squad the new movie which was funny you liked it. I know. I just, I don't remember. Oh, it was funny. It was I'm sure a it was. different direction than the first one. I completely believe you. And uh, so they did a spinoff and has John Cena reprising his role as Peacemaker. See, I kind of remember that. Yeah. No spoilers. No, there won't be spoilers for me. I really don't remember. <laughs> but he, he has a pet eagle. Oh, and funny. He, he calls it Eagly. It's just, it, it, it makes that noise all the time. So when I said that we need some eagle sound, I was like, oh my God, I could just play the parts from oh my Peacemaker. Goodness. You're such a dork. He just comes in. We all wish we had a pet that, that was, it was that cool. No, we don't. No? <laughs> no, I don't need an eagle. How 
badass would I look with like an eagle on my shoulder as I walk around? You're going to feed and take care of a bird, a giant ass bird that does not even like people? It would like me. Eh. You, I, have, you have Murphy. You have Kevin. Animals yeah. like me. They do. I will lead them. I am not taking care of a freaking eagle. So you can just banish that thought. No banish. Time to release. That's what in bulk is, guys. Yeah, release the thought that you're getting an eagle because you might as well mm, just we'll kiss see. that goodbye. I'm going to kiss something. We will not see. <laughs> is that pretty much sum up your topic yeah, no, for Yeah, that's day? it. I feel like I, I've explained all I know about in bulk. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll wrap it up this week. I've got, so things are turning, moving, making, making some big moves around town. And I want to let everybody know who's listening as we speak and not five years in the future, unless it's part of that multiverse theory and they're going to be pulled back in time by Dr. Strange. She's looking at me. I'm, you're strange. And I'm not a doctor. You are not. Uh, I thought it was skipping for a second. So if anybody wants to have their cards read, hasn't had a chance to, this Thursday, which would be, what's the date? The date of this coming Thursday? Yes, please. Is the, today's the 24th, My fair so it'd be the 27th, huh? My Fair Brigade. No. So on the 27th, uh, I will be at the Black Goat. If you have not heard or seen the Black Goat, uh, it is a... It's a uh, really cool little shop. Yeah, it it's located on 2420B North Robinson in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, I'll tell you about it. It's a, it's a new occultural hub for books, ritual implements, and magical gifts for the admirers of witchcraft, the left-hand path, psychedelia, uh, ritual magic, Crowleyana, and general counterculture weirdness. It's your stop to go. The owner, it's owned and operated by Jeremy Christner. Uh, cool guy. We've met him. Just yeah, the I've, vibe there is yeah, really I neat. Really, yeah, I really enjoyed the shop. And he has he has some really hard books to find. He has some yes. uh, an extensive again growing but a, a extensive library, and uh, he opened up a little nook in the corner and is starting to have local readers come in, and so I will be there this coming Thursday, the twenty seventh, from three to six. If you want to come by, you can call him and let him know at the Black Goat uh, that you'll be stopping by, book an appointment. Uh, you can send me an email at theblackbearoftarot at gmail.com or on the Instagram, same name. But uh, Jeremy Christner, a little bit about him. He's a Luciferian Gnostic author and proprietor of the Esoteric Publishing House. I want to make sure I say this correctly. It's Luke's Farouk's. I probably goofed that up. Probably. I'm sorry. Um, but we'll have him on sometime and I'll let him say that properly. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, so he, and I, I've talked to him, he actually has written a few books, which is, that's really cool. Um, a couple of his are Cosmology, Lanterns of Wisdom from the Firmament, and Sermons to the Serpent's Servants. And all those you can find in his bookstore as well. three times fast. I had to make sure I slowed it down so I could. Um, but again, great shop. Uh, nice guy. And the black bear will be there at the black goat. Yes. Shop local, support local. Absolutely. Um, so that's this Thursday. There's also a fair, the opera fair coming up in two weekends. So make sure, yeah, February 4th and 5th. 5th and 6th, I apologize. February 5th and 6th, that I will be there as well doing tarot for the masses. And if you've never been to a mystical fair, metaphysical fair, that's a good one to start with. And uh, I'll give more details in next week's podcast so you guys can show up. But uh, other than that, join us in our Facebook group, chat with some of the listeners, and get some feedback. That is the Facebook group, which is unknown and scroll down. Yeah. It's buried <laughs> down there. Sometimes we are small, but we are growing. We're growing. Uh, we have our Instagram, which is unknown. 
Or uh, you can email us at witchesunknown at gmail.com. You keep saying us, you. They can you'll, email you'll you. You'll be talking to me, yes. Yes, I don't do those things. She's the pretty face. Nah, they will see, see my face, yeah. Your loss, I'm sorry. Their loss. My loss? I got I corrected said their loss, the, not mm-hmm. your. You get to see me all the time. I'm here filling a gap. The void. The void. In the multiverse. Yes. This is not <laughs> the way we intended, but apparently the way the universe intended. So mode it be. So this is how it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So hit us up on those socials. On Right now we're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm working on getting out to other sources, servers as well. And so we can get out to the masses. Tell your friends about it if you like it. Or if you don't like it, don't say anything. But give us a review. I want to get a couple good reviews, and I want to read them on the air. The good ones, the bad ones, we'll just stuff away. Nothing less than a five, please. I'll five block stars. Your ass. <laughs> <laughs> five stars are better. Uh, leave a review, and I, I'll. When we start getting some reviews in, now that we've hit a certain number, we can get reviews, uh, and I'll read them online, so you can become somewhat famous. Sure. In the interwebs. Anyway. That's all I have for I'm today. Go, let's go watch Hot Fuzz. Now, yeah, Hot Fuzz it is. Party all night. Bye. Bye. We wait. No, no more Witcher. No more Witcher. We finished Witcher. We did. It was great. It was. Can't wait for the next season. Totes. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. I already said bye. Say it again. Bye. Bye. Bye.